You're listening to the Savvy Social Podcast, the show for budding entrepreneurs who want to understand the how and the why of social media marketing. I'm your host, Andrea Jones. Let's get started. What's up and welcome to episode number 76 of the Savvy Social Podcast. This show is brought to you by Social Report. Social Report is the world's most complete social media management tool and it's my tool of choice when it comes to all things scheduling and reporting on social media. You can learn more by going to socialreport.com. Now, today on the show, I've got special guest, Louisa Joe. Now, Louisa is the creator of the Employed Entrepreneur System, which teaches people how to leave their nine to five to start their own six-figure-plus business working for themselves. She's helped thousands of students launch businesses that generate anywhere from 30000 to 100000 in a matter of months. Her advice has been featured in numerous publications, including Forbes, Inc., Entrepreneur, Business Insider, and more. In this particular episode, we talk about how to focus on the right things when you're starting out, why some people fail before they even get started, and we dive into Luis's approach to social media. I think you'll find this super interesting. Before we dive into the conversation, though, I just want to give you a quick update. So in the new year, I'm going to be launching the LinkedIn Challenge. For those of you who joined me last year, we had a lot of fun on this challenge. I'll talk more about it in the next episode, but I wanted to give you a chance to sign up for some reminders for that challenge now. So you can do that by going to onlinedrea.com slash LinkedIn. Now let's get into this interview with Louisa Joe. Hey, Louisa, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me here. I'm so excited to talk to you because I find your story fascinating. So let's start at the beginning of when you built your business. You had a nine to five job when you started. Tell us about how that works. (laughs) It was a cluster. It was just, I mean, I was working at a tech startup, so very demanding hours. Uh, I had recently been promoted into a managerial role, so even more responsibility. And at the same time, I was trying to build a business on the side to replace my income before I left my job. So how did you balance all of the things? Uh, Very poorly. (laughs) So basically, it was just one of those times where everything else kind of went out the window for a while. So I didn't have a social life. I didn't do pretty much anything outside of go to work, work, Uh, come home, maybe do a little bit more work, and then in whatever free time I had, work on my business. Mm -hmm. And it was was hard, but I knew that if I could do it for a while, the payoff would be worth it. And so not only did I just really make a decision to spend my any little free time I had left working on my business. But the other thing, which I know we're going to talk more about is I was very focused on what I used my time to do. So I didn't try and do everything under the sun. I wasn't trying to create some fancy funnels or create the most gorgeous website. I was more focused actually on connecting with my audience, specifically using social media. And because I focused on the things that actually mattered in the beginning of my business, it allowed me to also be way more efficient with my time. 
Yes, I'm all about that. We only have limited amount of time, so let's yes. use it wisely. Um, so let's talk about that. Uh, how did you go, like, what, how did you choose what to focus on? Okay, so it was a lot of trial and error, to be honest. So before my business started taking off, I had spent a few years just testing all of the advice that you hear about building an online business. So there was a year where I was trying to blog and guest post and build my website and I didn't make a single sale. And because, I mean, you don't realize until later, if you have a website with no traffic and nowadays you start just posting on it, you're not going to get a ton of traffic (laughs) just by posting on your own website. And it seems obvious now, but when I started, I didn't realize that. And so it took me a few years of testing and figuring it out. And I tested different business ideas as well. So I went through, so in my job, I did a lot of Microsoft Excel. So I went through Microsoft Excel coaching. I did some career coaching, got some clients with that, started uh, getting my, my feet wet a little bit. And then what happened was I was at this turning point where I had been doing some career coaching for a while. And I realized that I didn't want to be giving people advice on helping them get to where I was because in a few years, I figured you'll be like me and want to leave your job. And so I was at a point where I was thinking, what can I possibly build a business around if I've already tried so many things? What Do I even have any other skills I can help people with? And that's when I started going into Facebook groups. So this was about five or so years ago when Facebook groups were really relatively new and really engaged and when Facebook ads were also new. And I was just in the right time, right place because what I did at my job, it was a digital advertising startup. And I was literally helping really big clients like BMW, Mercedes, looking at their ad spend on Facebook and analyzing it for them and giving them recommendations. And so when I saw people asking about, hey, do you have tips for how to even get started with Facebook ads? I was like, oh my gosh, let me tell you about this. I do this in my job. I can help you. And that's actually how I got my first client. I just started answering this woman's questions. I actually answered her questions for free for about two weeks. And she actually reached out to me and she said, hey, I would love to hire you because you've helped me so much for free. How can I do that? And I actually had to say to her, wait, hold on, give me a week because I don't even know what I could possibly sell (laughs) or what price. Uh, So I had to really scramble and figure it out. And then a week later, we got on a call and she was like, okay, this is a no brainer. There's so much power in uh, showing up and being able to provide value. That's what I heard you say. Exactly. Just like getting started. And I love that you pointed that out because I also want to point out I wasn't overthinking. I wasn't trying to make my website perfect. I actually didn't have a website up at that point. I wasn't trying to create this fancy funnel or anything. No, I just literally went somewhere, found someone asking questions I could help with and started answering them. That is so powerful. And just the power of social media at play there where you weren't actually broadcasting, which is what a lot, where a lot of people start is they start just kind of broadcasting content. You are going where your people were and answering questions that they had. And that got you your first client. So how did you get the next clients after that? I continued doing that. To be honest, it was one of those, look, if something's working, 
don't break it. <laughs> you don't need to fix it. Keep on doing it. So I like I started broadcasting a little bit more, but the truth is like we were talking about same thing for a website. If you have no audience and you're posting nonstop <laughs> to someplace that no one is visiting, it doesn't matter how good your content is. So I started sharing a little bit of content that was really great in those groups. But what I was also focused more on was connecting with people, getting them to have conversations with me, answering questions. So anytime I saw someone asking something about advertising, I was in there, I was responding. And if they were interested, I would continue chatting with them via messenger. And if it worked out, that would sometimes become a client. I would also do free coaching calls. So I would say, look, I'm not... I, and I want to be really clear about this. I wasn't saying I'm going to work with you for free for months on end. I was literally saying, look, we're going to have a free 30 minute call. I'm going to answer your top question about advertising and really give you a whole bunch of value. And after that call, if you feel like I've really helped you and you want me to help you even more, then I'll talk about how I can help you more. If not, then you'll have gotten an amazing 30 minutes and it'll be a, a great win for you anyways. And those were really the main things that I continued to focus on to get my next few clients. And is this all happening while you still had your job? Oh, absolutely. So it was, I mean, so another thing, speaking of efficiency, is I was very focused with my time. I think we all know it can be really easy to go anywhere, Facebook, Instagram, start looking through your newsfeed, and before you know it, it's been 30 minutes or an hour. That still happens to me nowadays sometimes if I'm not careful. But when I was in my job, I literally broke it into what I call my basically three by 15 rule, where I broke my day into three segments of like 10 to 15 minutes. It was like around eight, nine before I started working, maybe if I could during my lunch break, and then in the evening, maybe 8 p.m. or so after work, where I would say, okay, for these 15 minutes, I'm going to go into these places, these Facebook groups or wherever, I'm going to share posts. Sometimes, often I would have it pre-written already. I would write the posts on the weekend so that I could just go in, post it, and then I would say, okay, that took maybe two minutes. Then I'm going to spend the rest of my 10, 15 minutes seeing what other comments people have posted on my previous uh, posts or any questions that people are asking that I can answer. So I'm very focused on engaging during that time. Mm -hmm. And because I broke it up into three, two, even sometimes even two a day was all I could do. It seems to people like I was on all the time when it was really just like 10, 20, 30 minutes max a day. Yeah. It's like working out, right? Like you just give yourself the little chunks of time and before you know it, you've got muscles. Exactly. <laughs> I love that. So at what point did you know that it was time to leave your job and do this full time? Yeah. So I am super risk averse. Uh, I wasn't going to do the whole, look, I made a little bit of money. Now I'm going to take the leap and hope for the best. And because the, the other thing was I knew I was lucky to have at that point in my career, the salary and the position that I did because I had joined a startup and kind of grown with it. And so I knew if I had to go back to the corporate world, if this didn't work out, I might not be able to find something on the same level as that. And so I knew I had to be really strategic with this. So I actually did not leave, turn in my notice until I had made over six figures in sales from my business. Oh my gosh. And how did that feel kind of going through that process? So logically, it was like, okay, if I've made this much, I should be able to continue making it. But I will tell you, it was still incredibly scary. Like the 
day I told my manager, hey, this is my two weeks notice, right after I told him, I walked out of that meeting room, went into an empty room, closed the door, and just spent, I don't even know how long, standing there, really thinking, oh my gosh, what have I done? <laughs> and it was, it was just one of those moments where you try and prepare for it, but when you're in it, it's just still, it's not something you can really prepare for. Yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of us go through that like, oh my God moment, what did we do? <laughs> so once you made that shift to free time, um, what are some of the other ways that you started marketing yourself because you had more time to do so? Yeah. So the thing I love about social media is that it's so great for connecting to your audience at the very beginning of your business. Like you can build a relationship so much faster that way than via just sending emails. So I focused on social media in the beginning. However, the thing we also want to make sure we avoid is having to be on social media all the time and relying on that alone to build your business. So as soon as I had more time, I started then focusing on the long-term things like setting up an email, a lead magnet, a funnel, creating uh, just automated funnels and systems, really building my email list through different channels, and then having my social media accounts drive back to my email list as well. And the beauty of it was because I'd already spent so much time on social media, understanding my audience, understanding their language. I was able to take those learnings and just basically put them into what I was writing so that it actually connected with my audience. That's so powerful that the, kind of the steps you took because it almost feels like a, a more natural progression of how even your audience will engage with your content. So you went through that growth process on your own. Absolutely. And I mean, looking back, it feels really strategic when I'm describing it to you, but it was definitely more of a trial and error process because it was more of a look the email stuff isn't working for me in the beginning. And that's because I didn't understand my audience. My emails weren't landing. And so I had to be like, okay, let me go into social media and try it. And it worked. So I kept on doing it. And then I got to a point where I started thinking, okay, I don't want to have to be on social media all the time. Okay, maybe I go back and try this email, whole email list building thing. And it that's when I realized, oh, now I've learned about my audience. Now I actually know how to speak to them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oof, there's so much power in that. So when you're um, kind of implementing your social media strategy today, which platforms are your favorite to hang out on? Because I know that sometimes that shifts a little bit over the years. Yes. So yeah, as we've talked about, I built my business on Facebook, Facebook groups, Facebook live streams. I so I will always be forever grateful to Facebook and I still to this day enjoy my Facebook group. However, I have to say nowadays I'm loving Instagram more. It's just, I mean, first of all, it feels fresher, uh, which is always interesting, but and on top of that, I love the personal feel of Instagram. I feel like Facebook has become a little bit cluttered with ads in your newsfeed and everyone kind of starting to sound the same with the same promotions and, and types of content. And I love being able to go on Instagram and share really what I'm thinking and feeling and connect that to some value that I'm sharing with my audience. I love stories. Now, I don't post a ton of stories just because I, I try not to be too caught up in social media while living my life. I don't want to be the person who's like, okay, guys, wait on, hold up. We can't start eating it. I need to take a picture of everything. Uh, and so 
I do try and balance it out. But when I do sit down and create a story, it just feels so personal and fun. There's a lot of room for creativity, like the different types of stories that you can share, how you craft it to tell this this plot line and how you connect to people. And I also love just having people message me because I nowadays don't handle my email support or my Facebook support. And so this feels just like a way to directly connect with people and stay in touch in in a way that's fun and personal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The stories definitely add such a personal touch. And then you've also got kind of like that um, fast action. It's going to expire. You, you better watch it now kind <laughs> exactly. of thing. <laughs> exactly. And the plus side is when you post something and later on you think, oh, maybe that was kind of silly. Well, it'll be gone in 24 hours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So for someone who maybe is in their nine to five job and they're thinking about um, getting started with a side hustle or they want to transition out of it, um, when it comes to social media, where do you recommend that they start? Okay, so where I recommend you start depends on what industry you're in, and I'll give a few examples. But before I talk about that, the first, the most important thing I would say is start with one social media platform because it takes time to master the ins and outs of any one platform. The way you share content, the way you engage with people is very different on each one. And so if you're trying to do all all of them at once, you're just going to get burned out and you're not going to be able to be effective on any of them. Now, in terms of which one you choose, I would say it depends on your industry and your audience. So some really uh, common examples, I work with a lot of uh, career coaches who take their career uh, skills and experience and help coach others on that. LinkedIn is kind of a no-brainer to start there. Uh, What I am seeing, though, for my career coaches who work with younger clients is Instagram is also a great place to start because that's where their audience is. So it's a combination of what are you talking about and where is your audience? Now, uh, for example, for health coaching, which is another common industry I have a lot of clients in. Instagram is amazing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just lends itself to Instagram images before and afters, food, your personal images, really personal stories about how you've helped people, what you've handled, that journey you've gone on with your clients or yourself. It's just so perfect for Instagram. And I mean, same thing for, I actually work with some students who are naturopathic doctors, right? Anything that is really visual, that is really personal, deep like that. What I'm seeing Facebook still be really great for is for uh, my, my students who have entrepreneurial clients. So for example, copywriters, site designers, uh, things like that. It's still a really great place to go out there and connect with your audience via Facebook, Facebook live streams, and Facebook groups. Yes, I love all of those tips because you're going where your audience is, but you're also leveraging the way that they prefer to consume content. And so you're starting with that end in mind, which is so powerful. I love that. I mean, it's so important. It really isn't about us. I'll have people come and say, you know, I really love this platform. And yes, you need to enjoy what you're doing and how you're sharing it. But if your audience isn't there, (laughs) it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's so true. So one of the things that you said, I think I want to explore a little bit more because you said it really isn't about us. And I think there's almost a little bit of a mindset shift when that happens. So have you ever had that mindset mindset shift yourself where- Oh my gosh. From, yeah, kind of like yes. almost the ego of you being front and center. 
quite often, <laughs> to be honest. And it's something that I just, I think it happens to so many of us. We just tend to forget. Like it's one of those things where we know and then we forget and then we need to be reminded. So anytime I've had big growth spurts in my business, it's because I focused back on this. So for example, at the very beginning of my business, right? When I was uh, answering questions for people, I was not thinking about me at all. I wasn't thinking about how can I sell you? Because, and it was a good thing back then, I didn't even know what I could sell. So I was so focused on helping people, it naturally ended up that they wanted more help from me. Uh, there was a point in the beginning stages of my business where I started thinking, okay, how do I systematize this more? How do I be on social media less? How do I really show I'm awesome? And once I started thinking about that, guess what? I started thinking about the fancy emails and funnels a little bit too early on. And I started expecting people to come and find me when at that point, yes, even though I'd gotten a few clients, I mean, I had no audience and no brand recognition. So I was... <laughs> getting a little full of myself. And it, after a period of not having anybody inquire about working with me, I had to sit down and think through, okay, what changed? What's going on? And really kind of coach myself to get back into the, okay, you need to go back to where your people are. You need to go back and earn that confidence, that trust in you again, like you were doing before and make it about them because that really is what it's about. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we all go through that. It's just an evolution of, of creating something because we do put so much of ourselves into what we do. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's really our people who are kind of the most important aspect and the most important element of all of this. Exactly. <laughs> So I know that there are quite a few people listening who are interested in starting something, but they maybe need some help to get started. And I think you have a great offer for them, a free PDF called the Escape Velocity. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yes. So this is a uh, high-level PDF that gives you an overview of the business model and the top mistakes that you absolutely need to avoid to get started in terms of building a business in a way with a few specific goals in mind, not just any online business, but a business that you can start today that's going to be high profit and via a business model that's going to allow you to be able to start getting really great profit and revenue while you're in your job. It has to meet all of that criteria. Otherwise, you're going to be burnt out. You're going to be just trying to do two things that are kind of impossible or feel impossible, and you're not going to succeed. So, And the reason why I call it escape velocity, it's a fun uh, thing to to share, I started my career as uh, an engineer for the space station. And so, yeah, a lot of my uh, content is kind of space or rocket themed. And for those who aren't familiar with this field, escape velocity is basically the velocity you need to be at to, to break free of uh, Earth's gravitational field. And so I like to make it a fun analogy, like, look, your job is kind of like your, grav like your gravitational field right now. If you want to break free of it, you've got to do the things that build your momentum up to the speed that allows you to break free of it. And so thus my escape velocity plan PDF. Oh, I love that. The, I love a space analogy. Very cool. I may Thank have to you. like borrow that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so fun. You are welcome to to borrow it. And so you're right. It's a free PDF. It's really uh, really great. And if uh, anyone wants to get that, do you, are you okay with me sharing the link right now? Yeah, and I'll put the clickable link in the show notes as well. 
perfect. So it's a really easy link to remember. It's my name, which is spelled L-U-I-S-A-Z as in zebra, H-O-U dot com slash gift. My gifts to, to everyone listening. Okay, awesome. So I'll put that link in the show notes. You guys definitely check that out. And where else can we hang out with you online? Yes. So we were talking about my current favorite platform being Instagram. So I would love for you to come and connect with me on Instagram. My handle is Louisa.joe. That's my last name, Z-H-O-U. So super easy. Uh, I'm also, I also like to do live streams on my Facebook page, which is another really great way to kind of be in person in real time. Uh, and so my Facebook page is surprise, surprise. It's Louisa Joe live. So you can find me there as well. Awesome. Yeah. I'll put all of those links in the show notes. Definitely check out Louisa's stuff. Very, very smart. Thank you so much, Louisa, for joining us on the show today. Oh my gosh. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Savvy Social Podcast. For links and everything we talked about, please check out the show notes by visiting SavvySocialPodcast.com. And don't be afraid to continue the conversation. I'd love to have you inside of the Facebook group. You can search for us on Facebook or simply go to SavvySocialCrew.com. See you there. Bye for now.